You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 109. Hey, you guys, what's up? And in today's episode, I'm so excited to talk to you about one of my favorite establishments. This may surprise you, but I love Chick fil A. I mean, who doesn't love a good chicken sandwich, right? So good. But As someone who's from Southern California, Chick-fil-A actually wasn't something I grew up with. It wasn't really in my neighborhood growing up. And it it wasn't until I moved out to Utah that I actually had my first Chick-fil-A. And I was an adult when this happened because I moved to Utah when I was 18 years old. And so I remember noticing how different they were. I remember thinking, like, this is a teenager taking my order, but they're talking to me in a very elevated way. And as somebody who's worked in the beauty industry, doing a lot of day spas, med spas, that is a big coaching tactic that we are trained on is how we speak to our guests. And so I noticed things like when you asked for Chick-fil-A sauce or ketchup, they would say, oh, my pleasure. And if you needed something, they would just make it right. My husband has even had the instance where he was at the drive-thru, totally left his wallet at home, got to the checkout and said, I'm so sorry I left my wallet. I promise I'll be back to pay for this. And they just gave him the meal and said, we hope that you have a better day. (laughs) What? What? Like who does this, right? So I did a little research into Chick-fil-A because I have not only been so um, impressed uh, with their success, but it's interesting to know that it actually started as a really um, small, humble thing. It was Truett Cathy and his brother. They decided to open a restaurant. And I guess the story is that a friend or a colleague that he had was in the chicken business and happened to have all of this excess chicken breast that he was trying to get rid of. And so because he knew that they had a restaurant, he said, do you want it? And that's where the inspiration for the chicken sandwich came from. And the recipe is a, you know, a white bun with fried chicken and two pickles on it. And it's the same recipe that they serve today. But I think that the takeaways that we can learn from the story aren't necessarily the small, humble beginnings, but how to be innovative and seize the opportunity. You know, he saw this opportunity to create a unique alternative because of the position he was in with all of these excess chicken breasts. Right. And then he was motivated to think of a really innovative way to cook it. Because if you've never made chicken before, when you make it in the oven or when you make it on the stove, you know, there's a lot of variables and it can be, um, kind of hard to get it to cook perfectly really quickly. So he devised this whole method and pressure frying the chicken and made it so that they could make a chicken sandwich in the same amount of time that it took to make a fast food hamburger. That's that's pretty impressive, right? So he decided that after the chicken sandwich started taking off that he wanted to open inside of one of the malls. And then they started to do malls all over the place. They're kind of like the food court king. And as they were going through it continued to grow. The popularity continued to grow. And they really focused on creating an enjoyable customer experience. And so, yes, like while we all love Chick-fil-A, their ice cream is amazing. Their sandwiches are super delicious. The experience of when you go is so elevated from any other fast food restaurant. And I love this so much that when I was a manager at a Nevada salon seven years ago, I would say, If Chick-fil-A employees who are 16 years old, 18 years old can say, thank you and my pleasure, so can we. And so I absolutely love that they are very, very elevated in their customer experience because you can feel a difference. And there's something so enjoyable about when somebody does something for you and they say, it's my pleasure. 
that's so different than like, you're welcome, right? So this company um, doesn't neglect the drive-thru customers either. Like they are on the ball and every way you come, whether it's through the drive-thru coming in, you're going to have an amazing experience. And they really give and empower their employees to treat the customers right. Like nobody had to ask for permission to give my husband that meal for free, which isn't that cool. Like you think about it. Okay. So maybe they lost $12 that day, but they gained probably thousands of dollars in a customer for life because that happened to my husband. We just think so much of Chick-fil-A and, and it's like, wow, they just handled that in such a way where they could have made a big stink about it. They could have been annoyed. They could have been frustrated and rightly so, but instead they chose and the employee had the autonomy to say, you know what? I can make this right. No big deal. We got you. Enjoy the rest of your day, right? So the company focuses on giving the tools to the employees so that they know how to empower, feel empowered in different situations, how that they can delegate and decision make with authority. And they don't have to go necessarily like, well, let me talk to my manager. Let me figure out what's going on. You know, Chick-fil-A instills trust in the people that work with them. And they encourage them to make decisions and try new things based on observations. Like how cool is that? So employees also receive um, really fair compensation considering that they're working fast food and they're supported in advancing their education. I know that um, I've had friends that worked at Chick-fil-A and they love how much support Chick-fil-A really gives for them and encouragement to, you know, go after scholarships and to finish their education. And at the end of the day, yes, Chick-fil-A is a fast food restaurant, but it's also the business, the small business of an entrepreneur, you know? And so how cool to see firsthand what good customer service looks like, what good um, interactions looks like, what a great way to learn about trust and empowering your employees and to really give them autonomy to delegate in situations where you can give them that leeway. Because I mean, think about it. At the end of the day, if they gave away, you know, a free meal here or there to make it right with the customer, instead of driving someone away, making the customer feel bad, making it awkward, whatever, again, they gained a customer for life. And, and I don't know what that chicken sandwich actually cost them to make, but they understand that the cost of mistreating a customer is greater than the cost of just saying, you know what, I'm going to make this right even though it's not even our fault, right? And they don't they don't even position it that way, which I love so much. So the other thing I love about Chick-fil-A is they create a customer uh, culture that engages people. So they have a ton of different marketing promotions. I don't know if you've heard about this one and I've personally never done it, but after doing this research, I'm like, I totally want to, um, but they do cow appreciation day. So they ask the, the customers, the patrons to come in and say, if you dress up as a cow, you'll get a free entree. And the free food is obviously the draw of why people come in. They get pictures. They dress up like a cow. I know people that like go as neighbors and like make a whole day of it. And, you know, it's a huge marketing push because everyone's promoting like free Chick-fil-A. You go, you taste it. It's amazing. And it's a fun way to get out some marketing. And again, I don't know what the cost is for that, but it's pretty remarkable that they are one of the only ones. I can't actually think of another one that's doing anything like it. And they're just, you know, creating organic advertising instead of paying for, you know, tons and tons of like TV spots or internet spots. I haven't really seen a lot of that. I see billboards occasionally, but really it's like a lot of the time I'm seeing people attending Chick-fil-A organically posting about it, which is the best kind of social proof. Like you can't pay for that. You know what I mean? Like while all these other ones, McDonald's are hiring big influencers and doing all these like curated posts, that's cool. But 
like Chick-fil-A is really nailing this culture part and getting a ton of engagement from their own customers. They also want to make sure that they are focusing on people and community building. Um, Chick-fil-A is one of the best at, you know, jumping in and supporting schools and fundraising. And it's not just about the revenue for them. It's definitely about encouraging and supporting the community and others. And I think that after reading through some of their their history and about the founder, that this was really important to the founder and that he really wanted to create charitable organizations and help with academic scholarships, help with, you know, nonprofits and and summer camps and, and foster homes and things to really help build the community, which is amazing. I think um, another thing that I want to point out is they're not just making a chicken sandwich. Like Chick-fil-A for fast food makes a dang good chicken sandwich. They make a dang good salad. I mean, I don't know another fast food place that has like blueberries and fresh strawberries on their salad and sliced apples because those things take more time, right? They're not as easy to throw together, but they have really nailed this. And because of that, Chick-fil-A's business model is significantly higher than even an average McDonald's or a KFC. So here's the statistics that I found. So the fast food chain's revenue with each location each location earning roughly $4.4 million in sales annually. So each Chick-fil-A location makes $4 million, $4.4 million annually as an average. By comparison, a McDonald's that generates $2.5 million, so that's almost double what a McDonald's makes and KFC 1.1 million per restaurant. And again, a million dollars per restaurant is not a bad gig, but you can see like people put them, their money where their mouth is and where the experience is better and where the quality is better. And I think that's so interesting because at the end of the day, Chick-fil-A is in less places than McDonald's, but yet they have almost double the revenue. And it's interesting to think like, why is that? Um, I want to share this quote by Truett Cathy. He said, in the end, remember that businesses don't succeed or fail. People do. And I think this is not only a huge reason why Chick-fil-A is succeeding, but I also think it's a huge like wake-up call for any of us doing business to recognize that it's not the business necessarily that's going to fail. It's the people. Like you or I putting in the wrong focus or hiring the wrong people or focusing on the wrong things is what's going to kill your business, not necessarily your business model or what you're offering. The reason I say that is so many times in business, we get emotional and we get hung up on the wrong things and we feel like we need to justify or, you know, someone treats us wrong or whatever. And and obviously like each, each instance is a case by case basis But as I'm going through my business and working with customers, I'm learning that by just taking care of the customer, you are going to have people that are happier and just less upset and grumpy. And when things happen, just take care of them. It's not worth the negative reviews online. It's not worth having someone, you know what I mean? Be frustrated and saying, oh, they were the worst person to work with. I'll never work with them over like a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? It's way more expensive to do damage control on bad business than it is to just treat people right from the get-go. Again, take that with a grain of salt because every scenario and situation is different, but I think it's really invaluable lessons that we can learn from Chick-fil-A about creating a culture and empowering employees and to really make it an enjoyable experience for the customer And as a result, like by implementing some of these things, even my Aveda salon I mentioned earlier, we had people say, you know, this salon is just so 
nice. And I just feel so welcome. And this is such a good experience when I'm here. And that made me feel really good knowing that one, we could implement something as simple as saying my pleasure and trying to be more intuitive and trying to think outside of the box on how we could take care of and love on our customers a little bit more instead of just saying, what is the bare minimum I can do to just check this off the list and move you down the conveyor belt onto the next customer. So as you're thinking about your business, as you're analyzing all of the different aspects, I would challenge you to go to Chick-fil-A and more so than what you order, experience it and have your eyes open, like notice when you're in the restaurant, how they come around and they deliver the order to your table. Notice how they come around and they ask you if you'd like a refill on your drink. Notice how they will come around and wipe down your table and offer your kids little hand sanitizing wet wipes or a little mats for them or all of those little things that just elevate the experience. They're always thinking of how can I make this the best possible experience for the customer? And I have 1000% faith. And I'm 1000% convinced that that is the reason that they do so well. So that is your challenge for this week. And then think about what you can take and implement into your own business. Even if it's as simple as saying my pleasure, the next time somebody says, thank you for doing something. Thanks for being here. You guys, I'll catch you next time.